Giants fans, welcome back to another episode of Only a Giant. Ah, uh, man, I guess we're here to talk about this terrible, terrible game. Uh, Giants just didn't have it, didn't look good, nothing seemed to work. You know, defense did what they could do to keep us in the game, but the offense came up really short, and the Giants lose 26-7. to Not a pretty game at all um you know last time i did kind of like a deep dive into what exactly happened each drive and you know kind of the ups and the lows but it was easy with a win you know that's that's kind of the fun of it um with this this game that we just witnessed i don't really want to go as in depth because i mean i don't want to completely relive this game and i don't know that you want to either but i'll kind of touch on some parts that were important and some parts that really affected the outcome of, of the game. If you guys listened to my previous episode, the, the preview of this game, uh, one of the big things I harped on is running the ball and how we need to establish the run to make this offense go with or without Daniel Jones. And that was not, it didn't happen. You know, it's frustrating how pathetic our offensive game plan was how how they, they just the offense performed in general first drive i will kind of start off with that because it just kind of how the game opened up seemed really weird to me you know Gallman gets a gets a couple carries i think he gains 12 yards on the first drive slayton was targeted a couple times he had you know a couple slants one was completed uh then you get the free free release from Mar- marcus golden off the edge i believe it's the right side Looked like, I'm not really sure, maybe a tight end should have picked him up or maybe the play was just supposed to happen so quick and Jones held on to the ball too long. I don't know. Um, but you know what happens. Uh, he gets sacked, fumbles, returns it quite a ways. Not pretty. So cards get the ball. We stop them on third down and then force them to go for it on fourth down and we stop them. Huge. Like that, that right there is like, Momentum completely went to the Cardinals side. And with that fourth down stop, it's like, oh, okay, we're all right. We're all right. You know, we're, we're going to score here and, and we'll figure it out. Second drive for the Giants. Gallman gets the ball, gains a yard, pass, pass, fourth down. Okay. <laughs> so we bunt the ball. They get 24 yards on the punt return. And special teams... Once again, you know, kind of letting us down. Um, that was another thing I did mention in the preview episode where we need to, you know, fix that. And it's it's apparent. I know everyone knows that. Um, you know, even a casual fan could tell you, you know, special teams need needs to be better. Cards get the ball. They really didn't drive too far. Um, they got, I think, 20, 22 yards on that drive. They didn't really have to go too far because they had that good punt return. But we hold him to a field goal again. And you're kind of like, yes, okay, we're still in this game. 3 nothing. It's okay. We're, we're, we're still there. We'll figure it out. You know, I, I think at this point, I, I remember back to last week's game where we scored zero points the first half. And I'm like, all right, as long as our defense can keep us in this, you know, bend but don't break, and we'll be okay. But there's only so far the defense can bend. And it's apparent. You know, we all see what how the rest of the game goes. Giants third drive, 
Alfred Morris comes in, which I don't, I'm not opposed to that, but so what you have Gallman has three carries at this point, <laughs> you know, we're three drives in now. Uh, okay. So Jones, you know, we do another slant to Slayton. We get seven yards. Morris has another five yard run incompletion, third down sack punt. So three drives, three carries for Gallman, 13 yards, Morris, Two carries, eight yards. So that's five carries for 21 yards and three possessions. When the last couple of weeks, actually, I had what, six games in a row now, we've had over 100 yards rushing. And this is how we're going to start the game. Granted, same crap we did last week. Last week, I at least, Jason Garrett, the benefit of the doubt because we had Colt McCoy in there and, you know, it was too, it, I didn't want to judge it too harshly based off of that offense. Although I do remember last week, I, I felt like we were kind of getting a little bit cute with having Colt try to throw a little bit too much to start the game. And then second half is when we kind of started running the ball. I, I almost wonder if we were doing the same thing again. Oh, you know, the Cardinals defense isn't great against a run. That's their weak spot. Ooh, they're going to think that we're going to run the ball. So we're going to throw the ball. Sweet. It makes so much sense. <laughs> so cards get the ball back we're still in the I think at this point we're in the second quarter we make him punt and we're like alright still 3 nothing. we're okay we're doing okay Giants get the ball now this drive I guess you know we kind of tried to commit to the run but we're starting at the 13 yard line and that's not really a good place to do too much you kind of you're almost forced to try to get a little movement, try to get up the field a little bit, but but mainly you're going to be running the ball. Um, you don't want to have any long developing pass plays that end up in a safety or a sack and put you at the one yard line. You know you're kind of limited offensively. You don't have your full playbook available to you. So we run with Gallman, get nothing. Run with Gallman, get nothing. Third and long punt. <laughs> Hold the Cardinals to another field goal. You're like, whoa, man. Defense is just keeping us in this. Giants get the ball, and Deion Lewis fumbles. <laughs> you just can't make this up. I said this last week, too. You know, I don't mind having Deion Lewis back there. He's typically safe, but he's not doing anything. He's not getting you extra yardage. He's not making plays with the ball. He's just catching the ball, and you're lucky if he gets you back to the 20, 22, 23. We claim Dante Pettis. He's been back for a few weeks after the COVID situation and everything. Why is he still inactive? Why are we not giving him a chance? I mean, even CJ Board at the end of the game looked better than better than what Deion Lewis is doing for us. I, I like Deion Lewis on this team. I think he has a role, even if that role is third down, picking up blitzing linebackers and, and trying to help with pass protection. But he's not a kick returner. I don't like it. So he fumbles, Cardinals score. You know, on that play that they, they scored the touchdown, I was looking up top to, to see what Bradbury and uh, Hopkins were doing. And I was like, all right, you know, Bradbury has some lockdown. I think he's going to force it there. He didn't. He backpedaled. Kyler Murray back, backpedaled, backpedaled, backpedaled. Had Tay Crowder right in his face and just kind of almost threw the ball up there. Logan Ryan kind of got turned around a little bit and then he went the wrong way. And you're like, what are you doing? 13 nothing. 
think it was Arnold, the tight end, that caught the touchdown pass. He really timed the, the jump perfectly. That play probably wasn't completed if he didn't time that perfectly. Everything kind of had to go right right there. And you could say we got a little unlucky on that, but it's the NFL. You, you know, you got to make plays on the ball if you're going to. It is what it is. Cardinals score 13 nothing. Giants get the ball back. Pretty much at that point, I think we ex- exchanged a couple punts and you go into halftime down 13 nothing. So you don't feel great about that, but the way the game unfolded, it certainly could have been worse. It could have been way worse. The defense really kept us in it in the game. Um, we had 25 offensive plays to their 40 offensive plays. We had 58 first half yards. I guess I should have looked up to see what we had last week, but I mean, man, that is just pathetic. Jones didn't look right. Kind of forcing some, some balls, uh, look, look pretty indecisive a lot of times too. You know, I, I don't know if, if part of that is, to, is something to do with the injury. I'll talk about that a little bit more towards the end of this episode. Just not pretty. Nothing nothing good about that first half. Other than the defense, you know, I, I shouldn't say that. The defense did play well. They, they were put in terrible situation after terrible situation after terrible situation and kept us alive, kept us in it. You know, you're down 13 nothing at this point, and it could be 27 nothing easily. So second half, you got to hope, you know, we have some offensive adjustments. Defense keeps playing good, but maybe we can give the defense a break a little bit. Not, you know, not punt after three or four plays or, you know, just get some first down, string some stuff together. It's not that complicated, but we're making it out to, to be like we're doing heart surgery when everyone else is just playing football. So second half starts, cards get the ball. They score a touchdown pretty quick. A methodical drive. Everything kind of went right for them, wrong for us. Okay, you know, 20 nothing. <laughs> Giants get the ball back, and you want to know what, though? They get the ball back. I think they got the ball at the 25, and they drive the ball. They do a good job. They had seven plays on this drive. And five of them were to Wayne Gallman. 35 yards he gained on his own. Uh, there were a couple catches in there, a couple runs. But we got him the ball in space. He ran the ball well. Everything kind of went well. Then we had the long completion to Golden Tate, which he kind of missed the ball like this earlier in the, in the first half. So it was nice to see him make up for it, kind of high point the ball, catch it, get down to the one. It looked like we kind of ran ran up, tried not to sub anyone off the field. So they couldn't sub anyone off the field and we punched it in with Deion Lewis touchdown. Big touchdown. You know, that was a spot where it was really big to kind of answer the score that the Cardinals just had. So you're looking at 20 to seven. If you can get a stop, get some type of score, make it 20 to 10, 20 to 14, you feel, I don't want to say you feel good, but you feel like maybe there's a chance so what happens after that? We make him punt. We do what we're supposed to do. Play pretty good defense. We get the ball back. And at this point, we have the incompletion to Shep. Then we get nine yards on a run. And you have this crucial third and one in the third quarter, kind of getting towards the middle to the end of the third quarter. Third and one. Man, 
you throw the ball deep to Shep, incomplete punt. That was like the the mo- the most crucial point of this game. I felt like because we had just shown that we could drive, that we that you know Gallman could do some things. We could get him the ball. Hey, maybe we'll stick with the run. <laughs> you know, we have the incompletion on first down, which I'll never be upset about throwing on on first down. But Gallman's proven to be kind of the the spark of this offense. Look at last week, third quarter, we run a couple couple times, and then boom, that sixty yard run. So maybe last week wasn't real, you know, as far as committing to the run. Maybe we just had that sixty yard run and kind of it forced the hand of of Jason Garrett to to keep running the ball. But third and one after Gallman just gets nine yards. And we, and we throw the ball deep to Shep. And, you know, the play call itself, I don't love the play call. But if Jones was 9 for 10 at that point, 7 for 10, something to show that we were able to throw the ball. Third and one, get the first down, keep the game going. That really was the the, the kind of the nail in the coffin for the rest of the game, I felt like. And that's really kind of where I'm going to stop with harping on the actual game and, and kind of going drive by drive. You kind of get to the end at that point, you know, Dana Jones comes out, Colt comes in a couple of little good plays here and there, but nothing really happens. Seven to 26 Arizona wins. They punch us in the face. You can't really blame the defense too much. I think they, did everything they could to keep us in the game. Kyler Murray was 24 for 35 for 244 yards with a touchdown. He ran 13 times for 47 yards, which he hasn't done in a few weeks. So obviously he was feeling a little bit better coming into the game, but he was limping around a lot in the game. So it's kind of got to show you maybe just how much of a gamer he is. You know, he really wanted this game. They were desperate for this win. We should have been desperate for this win. I mean, I know we're sitting at, you know, quote unquote, at that moment we were sitting atop the NFC East, but we have to win the NFC East to make the playoffs, especially now, you know, there was maybe an outside shot. We could sneak in for that third wild card spot, but that's not happening now. Kenyon Drake had 80 yards with a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins, nine catches for 136. That's not a, a great stat line uh, for the Giants defense, but I know how, uh, Bradbury wasn't on him a lot. It looked like it didn't look like he was following him. I, I could be wrong on that. Obviously, I haven't really had a chance to go back and look at the tape or anything yet. Um, but we were in a lot of zone, I saw too. So I'll have to go back and look and, and kind of double check on that one. Uh, Hassan Raddick had five sacks. Dennis Gardeck had two. Uh, you know, some crazy, crazy dude there. Daniel Jones, 11 for 21 for 127 yards with a sa- with six sacks. You know, team got sacked eight times total, I guess. But the key thing with him is he fumbled three times. He didn't look comfortable in the pocket. He didn't look comfortable at all. The one time he tried to kind of make a decision to run it, he, he had already held on to the ball too long, and he got sacked. Wayne Gallman, 12 carries for 57 yards. <laughs> why Why 12 carries? I just I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Cardinals had 22 first downs compared to like 10 by the Giants. They were 7 for 18 on third down. We were 3 for 12. Not good for the Giants. Third down was an issue last week, too. 
we just kind of got to a point where we converted on the, the right drives. We kind of put it all together at, at the right moments. The Cardinals had 390 yards on 79 plays as opposed to the Giants, 159 yards on 49 plays. You're telling me that the Arizona Cardinals had 30 more plays than the New York Giants. That is crazy. You can't you can't win a game like that. 100% of the time, you're losing that game. 38-minute time of possession for the Cardinals as opposed to 22 for the Giants. I mean, there's just nothing good about, about this game. Cardinals ran for 159 yards. Giants ran for 78. <laughs> so that's kind of... I'll leave, I'll leave it at that, and we'll just kind of get into some thoughts on the game. Uh, obviously, like I said earlier, the, one of the keys to the game, in my mind, was was leading on the run game. Um, we obviously didn't do that. The offensive line did not play well today. It'll be interesting to kind of go back and see where a lot of it was coming from. To me, it looked like a lot was coming from the right side. Um, obviously, you know, Andrew Thomas gave up some pressures, possibly some sacks, too. Uh, Lemieux looked like he gave up a few as well. I wonder if they're kind of attacking Lemieux because he hasn't been great in pass protection. So I, I'm kind of curious if they, they attacked him. But once again, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to go back and look at the tape yet. So I, I can't tell you for sure. But I guess that kind of also comes back to running the ball. The strength of this team right now is not passing the ball. Why aren't we running the ball? It's weird. It doesn't help when you're down two scores that, you know, you're really not going to be able to run the ball too much at that point. Although I still felt like in the third quarter, we still had plenty of time, you know, especially on that third and one. I I don't want to say we we have plenty of time at that point, but there was enough time to make a comeback. But at that point, every drive is crucial. You can't, you can't take advantage. You can't take those drives for granted. Another thought, you know, what's up with Jones? I'm sure everyone is wondering that right now. Um, hopefully, I don't want to say hopefully, but hopefully he is hurt. Hopefully it's not just that bad of a regression after being off, you know, for a week and not practicing. Um, you, you kind of hope maybe he's still a little hobbled, maybe a little rusty coming off, but it was a bad game by him. You know, a lot of his throws, even some of his completions, some of those slants to Slayton, he got lucky that Slayton made the catch. Slayton kind of had to come back at two, um, and, and kind of reposition his body to, to make sure he got it it just wasn't pretty nothing was pretty about this game where was Evan Ingram I think he was targeted four times some of it came towards the end of the game and it just makes no sense so really just what's wrong with our offense we had zero separation from the wide receivers we didn't run the ball we had 159 yards which is the worst offensive output since 2013 when we had 150 yards and we got spanked 38 nothing. That's according to Ralph Vacchiano. I saw that on Twitter. It's just mind blowing. Is Garrett holding the offense back? You know, I was willing to give him the, the benefit of the doubt last week just because, you know, he, we, we had Colt. We didn't have Daniel Jones. We were playing against a pretty good team, a defense that was playing better. But what was that? What was that? That wasn't offense in the NFL. That was offense from 20 years ago. That's what it felt like. Just didn't look good. We got punched in the face. Didn't look good at all. NFC East, every other team won. Jalen Hurts looked decent. I still think they're going to be in a really weird position because 
you can't you really can't trade Carson Wentz. The contract that a team's gonna have to eat on that is just terrible. So they're tied to him for at least another year, I believe, is is what I saw. So Washington Redskins won. So that means they're atop the NFC East. And Dallas and Philly kind of closed a little bit of a gap with the Giants. We're still in a good position. You know, we're still we're still in a pretty pretty good spot, I would say. We we do have to win games though. The Washington football team, still kind of weird to say, had a big win though. You know, that was that was a big win against the 49ers. They have some tough games coming up. Next week they play Seattle at one o'clock. So, you know, by the time we get to our game Sunday night, we should know where we stand. And, you know, if we win against the Browns next week, we're going to be right back in first place. So, you know, we're not out of it. I I would kind of say collectively, let's take a little bit of a deep breath. Then they have the Panthers, which did not look good today. And then they end against the Eagles. So Washington actually has kind of an easy schedule coming up. You know, the Washington, the Seattle game will be big. See what happens. A couple last things I want to end this on. NFL teams lose. It isn't the end of the world when a team loses. It's more about how you respond to the loss. So next week will be very telling. I still think that we can come out and win against the Browns next week. But we need to be very careful with what we do with Daniel Jones. If he's not healthy, that is not helping this team. I'd rather have Colton if he's not healthy. Let Colt manage the game. Let's run the ball. We should be running the ball with Daniel Jones in there anyway. But I guess we'll see how that goes. But teams lose. You know, we're, we're not the Kansas City Chiefs. We're not the Saints, although they lost this week. We're trying to become a good team when we are an average team right now, I would say. Judge has us playing well. He has us, you know, kind of exceeding expectations. Next week will be pretty telling, though. You know, let's let's see what happens next week before we get too high, get too low. We probably all got a little bit too high after that win against Seattle, but that was an exciting win, so it's hard not to. If we put up another offensive performance like we did the last two weeks, or I guess you could say just this week, um, against the Browns next week, it's going to get hot for Jason Garrett if it isn't already. You know, there's still, we, we don't really know why Jason Garrett was the offensive coordinator choice. You know, it was that judge's call. Was that someone that was kind of forced on them by the owners or Gettleman? I kind of lean that way personally. Um, there were strong rumors back before we hired, I believe it was McAdoo, uh, that if Dallas fired Jason Garrett then that we would be bringing in Jason Garrett as a head coach or at least interviewing him. Um, He's always had ties to this organization though and owners love him and you know I don't hate him you know he's not a bad coach offensive coordinator I should say Um, but there's there's something wrong you know I, I don't know if it's Maybe they're trying to just mask the offensive line. You know, they've they've kind of exceeded expectations there. And when a good team is able to scheme up pressure against them, it, it it's the end of the world. You know, there is no offense. We need a more innovative mind. You know, we need... I, I'd be fine seeing Shaplinski give it a shot. I'd, I'd be fine bringing someone else in. But if we have another offensive performance like we did last week, we got to do something. I know there's only a couple of weeks left. Fire, fire Garrett. Let Shaplinski 
call a game, do something different. Something needs to change at that point. If we lose next week, it's it's going to get tough. It's going to get really tough to make the playoffs. We went from, you know, picking in the 20s to picking top 10. And I've seen people already talk about mock drafts uh, on Twitter, which I love personally because I, I love the draft. The draft is so much fun. Um, if there was a way we could get Jamar Chase, that would be amazing. I think I saw uh, it's a Brendan Walsh doing some some mock drafts on, on Twitter already, which is awesome. I love seeing that stuff. It just... You know, I, I want to see us back up in the twenties, but you know, if we get someone like Jamar Chase, that would be that would be pretty sweet. That's all I got for you guys today. You know, I just wanted to get a quick little review of the game and and kind of just some reaction to the game. Um, I'll likely do a preview of the Browns. I actually have a couple of interviews that I'm doing that I'm actually pretty excited about. That should be in the next episode. As well as I'll take your voicemails and text or tweets. If anyone has any questions, I'd be happy to try to answer them for you. So, yeah, let's take this loss on the chin. Let's remember who we are. We're the New York Giants. And it's okay. You know, we're we're not always going to win. So I need to, you know, listen to my own advice. So let's get ready for the Giants next week, guys. Sunday night football always going to be a fun game everyone's going to be watching us let's win that game let's get back into this let's get back into the hunt let's get a win hopefully washington loses next week let's freaking go